0: This is Cinema Degeneration. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. I just can't take no pleasure in killing. Just some things you gotta do. We all go a little mad sometimes. You wanna know what happens to an eyeball when it gets punctured?
1: You just can't let them go? Go. Hi, I'm
0: Chucky. Wanna play? (laughs) Please, God. (laughs) This. Gone. The dead will walk here. I'm just gonna bash your brains. Your suffering will be legendary, even in hell. Me back. It's alive, it's alive, it's alive. They all not down here. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Why? You're doomed. You're doomed. Introductory show tonight features our Grindhouse Pizzeria, which is dedicated to
1: all things grindhouse and exploitation. Whether it's extra
0: cheesy or loaded with meat, you'll always get a belly full of hot nasty goodness. Come on in,
1: pull up a chair and grab you a slice.
0: Coming soon to this theater, a ghastly, ghoulish, and totally incredible motion picture.
1: Folks, welcome once again to Cinema Degenerations, Grindhouse Pizzeria, and yes, the pizzeria is open. So come on in and grab yourself a slice. Um, This week we are bringing uh, you—I'm gonna say, always say—we're bringing you something special. But I feel like we've been digging up, no pun intended, some uh, (laughs) movies, at least to us, that uh, our first-time watch is now Mike my co-host today is my usual grindhouse pizzeria co-host he's manning the pizza ovens today this is my good buddy tom commissar how the hell are we doing
0: we're doing good pizzas are almost done we're gonna pull them out have some grindhouse get a pie now uh, I, i am right that this was a first time watch for you wasn't it yes sir i have never i don't even know if i even heard of it i remember it was on your suggestion list and it looked cool and and, uh, but I have never seen, yeah, I had never
1: seen this movie. Now I had seen like a bunch of different Paul Nashy stuff. Right. This is just one, you know, when the guy has done like 120 different movies, I think yeah. mostly werewolf films and whatnot, but I, I had just never seen this one. It's just one that, you know, you know this, this movie's just uh sneak on by you. But I, I remember seeing movies with him, like the man with a severed head. Uh, I, and exorcismo, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> right. But right. Uh, I guess I should should not get ahead of our ahead of ourselves here. The movie we're doing this evening or this afternoon is 1971's The Werewolf versus the Vampire Woman. And yes. this is also known as Shadow of the Werewolf or The Werewolf Shadow, uh, in the UK. I kind of like Werewolf versus the Vampire Woman. It kind of has a more yeah, universal horror monster movie kind of kind of sound and feel to it
0: yeah it's it's definitely got that kind of like yeah that name it's like oh god i gotta go see this you know some in the early 70s at a at a matinee with you know five movies playing Ah, the werewolf versus vampire woman that's gotta be good
1: yeah yeah and this was (laughs) this is weird i i I don't know how to describe it and, and to sum it up in like a an elevator speech kind of way but we're not here to give you the elevator speech version of this uh we're, we're going right. to do a deep dive discuss discussion but uh i'll give you folks at home the quick imdb synopsis and then we'll start off into this is werewolf versus the vampire woman from 1971. Elvira and her friend Genevieve traveled through the French countryside in search of the lost grave of a n- medieval vampire, Countess Wadessa. And it's pretty – I feel like they're giving you half the story there. Right. Because they, they kind of leave out uh, uh, Mr. Waldemar. So, d- the, the, n- will,
0: the werewolf part.
1: <laughs> yeah, they just give you the, the, the vampire part, not the right. part. <laughs> and uh when i read uh, up on this was this was the fifth film of the waldemar legacy he did like about got about a dozen of these movies where he played waldemar and uh i think now let me look at my notes here uh i believe it was the fury of the wolfman was the the prequel to this was the the waldemar chapter that came right before this Which you kind of get, you get the feeling right off the beginning, you know, that it's, you know, the 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 sequel. It's the one of the middle films of a of a trilogy or an anthology of films, you know, because it kind of starts off. He's already dead. He's already been shot up. And I have to say something here. My first note here is, oh, natural lighting, so dark you can't see, Ah, can't ah, even ah. see anything when it's nighttime outside. That that's the first kind of. I guess it's going to be a complaint that I have because you know me, I'm a picky, picky motherfucker. But uh, yeah, man, natural lighting is much, much better when you have controlled conditions indoors, but when it's outside, you can't see Jack.
0: Yeah, there was definitely uh, some moments because, you know, it's, it's all, uh, getting older, my eyes aren't, you know, so, so it takes a minute to focus in on stuff, even with my glasses on. And there was some scenes was like, I can't see what the hell's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. And then, you know, like, you know, like, there's a scene, uh, I'll just, like, cut going forward a little bit. And there's a scene where the werewolf, like, shows his teeth, and I can see his eyeballs and teeth. They're like, ah, oh, there he is. <laughs> we got a werewolf. He's like, oh, he's yeah, yeah, well, there, he, there he is. Right, see. <laughs> we see you. There you are. And you can hear them grunting away, but uh, yeah, it was definitely uh, pretty dark. And they could have worked on that a little bit, but uh, but uh, yeah, that was like you kind of ex- you know a lot of these old movies like this are kind of like that. You know, they're really dark. And uh, well, you know, when see. you
1: go with that natural lighting, especially in an outdoorsy kind of scene, it's ooh,
0: yeah, it can the be night shots, right? But uh, but it's but you know it was cool. It's uh, it's a Spanish. It's a Spanish movie, and they got like, I think some overdubs, but I think I don't know if they were all speaking Spanish. It seemed like a lot of the, lot of them were uh, were speaking English because it's kind of all matched. So, but you know, obviously there were, you could there was a lot of there was overdubbing and stuff. But, uh, but it was kind of like the old Italian films of the seventies and eighties. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of like an Italian film. It really did. It had that, but you know, it was that kind of feel. And, uh, but it was cool. It starts out. You know, we've got a couple of doctors that are basically they're they're going on about you know they've got a corpse already back at the lab and he's covered up and they're talking about it. The one guy, the older guy's, you know, freaked out about you know what happened because this character uh, Waldemar Daninsky um, has already been shot with uh, silver bullets, two of them, and so the younger doctor's kind of like. The older guy's worried, like, you know, we take these bullets out of him, you know, what's going to happen, you know? <laughs> like, ah, he's he's still, love the other guy, the other guy reassures him, like, look, once we remove these bullets, he's still going to be as dead as he is now, you know, basically something like that. And, of course, you know, that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's a werewolf movie, you know. <laughs> hey, it's a werewolf movie. Well, he even worked, says it.
1: something to the effect where, uh, I can't remember which one it was, I think it was the younger doctor was just like you know we've shot men to the moon and people still believe in werewolves you like you know
0: right that was right right exactly that was kind of cool because you know really it wasn't that long you know at 69 with the first moon landing in 71 it was like they made this probably in 70 so was, yeah like, you was you know, probably not too after. long after so it was like right. yeah probably they threw that in you know it's kind of like, oh yeah that's cool you know like they're, they're putting people in outer space, you know, in the moon, you know, they still believe in these old fairy tales or whatever, you know, and it was, so that was kind of funny. So they, <laughs> he's got like this kind of a shape on him around the bullet holes for some reason, I guess, that, and that's the, that's like, see, I could tell, and, you know, the guy's like, it's got the, you know, hexagonal or whatever thing, and he's kind of going on about that. So anyway, the doctor, the younger guy, he kind of digs, he gets to digging and he pulls the one out, throws it down, he pulls the other out and uh, and the guys land there and it's kind of like they're just kind of talking about it. And then the next <laughs> thing you know, you hear a little bit of something they look down and they, they well they, they let you know that it's you know it's a full moon because they, they they go back and forth they show a couple of exterior shots of the moon that's full. So you know this is this bad timing. So they pull the bullets out and next thing you know, a homeboy there laying on the table is uh is has turned into a full werewolf so now they're trapped in this room they can't I, I, get out i love
1: how it's revealed though like the doctors are having a cigarette and whatnot and like the werewolf's hand just falls on his shoulder and he just looks over like,
0: <laughs> right, like right yeah
1: it's just like <laughs> yeah, i'm just gonna have a you know a cigarette here <laughs> right yeah, he exactly burn, like <laughs> and that werewolf makeup is really pretty good you know for it, for, for 71 it, it's really pretty good when you can see it
0: uh yeah exactly excuse me it was very good i i liked it when they show the clo- they show a real extreme close of him him laying on the slab still and uh it was like wow that's a that's a really good makeup job whatever the appliances or wear a mask whatever the hell they did that was like that was very good and uh, he looked really good. So he gets up, of course, and he kind of starts slapping him around a little bit, and a little bit of blood. And, You know, the guys like, ah! and uh, so he it isn't super gory. He just kind of basically knocks him silly. And I don't know some if he of that good
1: seventies, uh, you know, red paint blood as I call it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it looked like. And then you know, so they they're, they're each falling on the ground. And then they heat and then it's outside where of course that we were kind of making fun of the darkness. And so he kinda of runs, he's out in the woods now, and then there's some poor woman kinda of walking through the woods and <clears throat> he's there, like she hears us grunting. Bleh, bleh, bleh. You know, he's like running through the woods and she sees him, she screams and he comes after her and then basically attacks her and bites her on the neck and whatever and so so now she's dead. And the wolf guy, the wolf dude, is uh, he just he goes runs off and he's in the woods. And then we cut to uh, we cut through. It looks like a, but first you, you think it's an actual shot of the city. Uh, look it's, it's it's Paris and they see the Eiffel Tower and that. And then you see these weird kind of. It's kind of a cool thing the way they did it. I like. It's it. a neat transition.
1: With, they, yeah, they go to that like rack of uh, postcards. It's a rack like of early.
0: postcards, and that's what they're filming. But like I said, when you first see it, you think it's a shot of an actual, you know, like you're looking at Paris, but it's a guy and a looking at postcards like at a turnstile, and then they're in some sort of like a club or something, or like yeah, a bar. I was gonna
1: say it's kind of like a discotheque. <laughs>
0: or yeah, something. yeah, the some 70s. some some funky like piano music and people, you know, you know, Europeans getting down to the groovy piano beat, and uh, you know, and so it's kind of funny. And they're just having drinks and stuff, and then that's when we see our. Uh, uh, this is uh, Elvira, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the red-haired girl. The, the redheaded girl. The, yeah, right. And
0: uh, so she's in there with, uh, uh, with uh, what's his face? Um, he t- oh, oh, Marcel. Marcel Inspector yeah. Marcel. And so they're they're having a conversation, and of course, uh, it looks like Marcel is. Uh, uh, he's off to. She's she's telling him about this. Little adventure she's about to go on with her friend that they're doing some research about some old castle and some story about a countess that uh, yes. did all kinds of horrible things. So it kind of yeah, sets she up. Had, what's...
1: Uh, she had like drained blood from victims, beheaded them, and then she was staked with a silver cross.
0: Yeah, it was actually a pretty cool setup. They uh, they do like a flashback scene while they're in the bar, you know, because he's he's kind of like, well, I'd like to go with you, but I'm going to Istanbul or whatever. He's going to Turkey or somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, he, on, he, th- he
1: thinks he's James Bond, but he's not. Right. He, he's kind of <laughs> yeah. He thinks he's uh, a yeah.
0: ah, you know. Oh, be careful! Ah, I've seen all the Bond movies. I know what I'm doing. You know. Yeah. It's dumb. You know, like yeah. Okay. Okay. Cocky. So. Sorry, so he's, he's, know, he's so, so so they're basically they're gonna split up. You know, he's gonna go to his thing, and she's gonna go out to. Uh, she's not going to a different country. She's going out in the countryside somewhere out in France. Or something, and she's looking for this, some castle or villa or some village or something. So they, but they go to this cool uh, flashback footage in the bar. She's explaining who this countess is, and it was as it goes back. Obviously, you know, I don't know how many years, but it's it's kind of like the the real countess uh, Nadasi, um, you know, the one the the uh, you know Countess Bathory kind of story. That's yeah, basically what happy, it is. They just kind of but,
1: threw a little bit of a different
0: name on it. Yeah, I and mean, she they have her drinking the blood, the virgins. They don't really go into bathing in the blood, but but they do and but you know, she and then they show like some cool clips of like the girl the virgins she kills and has their you show them being beheaded by a big axe and and they're on these like in and, and then and then somebody she gets killed by a silver cross through her heart. So the setup is she's dead and buried for hundreds of years or a hundred years or whatever she's in this she's in a, a tomb somewhere and now her and her friend are going to go out there by themselves and go looking for it <laughs> yeah yeah seems like, seems seem safe right yeah, it seems like a right, good idea like, sounds like I some, mean, a couple of ladies going out in the middle of nowhere and looking, looking for her, she- you know an yeah, old that, burial that's crypt so, that's not supposed to be open so uh, but anyway so that's how it goes they um
1: I mean, what could go wrong? Uh, you know, as I've actually wrote down, like, a couple times in my notes because I felt like it was it was befitting. But, like, you know, like, remove the silver bullets. What could go wrong besides... Right, other... right, Like, like... Go <laughs> <So laughs> well, searching for this I, crypt. What could go well, wrong?
0: I know, we're, I'm, like, I'm jumping ahead of myself here, but we're talking about the crypt. It's so funny. It's just, like, she's reading... We, I know it's later in the story. I'm jumping ahead, but... It, we're, we're, That's it's okay. Kind of, but we're joking about it now. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you got all these warnings, like she's reading like in that language that's on that when they find the crypt. Yeah, I know. You know it's like, it's like, don't open this thing. Blah, 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 blah. And then they open it. And then it's like, you know, Oh, look, you know, the cross is in, still in the corpse. Oh, don't remove that. Oh, yeah. Look at it. And pulls it out. You know, and it's just like, you know, it's like, okay, you uh, know, like. It's so like I, in every
1: every movie when you find an ancient book with an ancient language, something like Latin or otherwise, it's just like, what? when has it ever been a good idea to start reading to, the read, Ancantation? Like right,
0: to read stuff out of it. It's like, don't do that. You know, <laughs> so, but
1: anyway, so uh, back It'd be a short back, movie if they didn't, though,
0: right? Right. They, I think that they, they have to do it. I think they have to do it, or there's nothing to watch.
1: <laughs> right, right. Otherwise, it'd be like it'd be like Jaws. If they did just close it, down the uh, the the beach, it'd be a short fucking movie. And
0: you know, it's just like, oh, right. well, it's a good thing the people in the movies aren't as smart as the audience, <laughs> right? Right. Or did we did we we'd be pissed that we paid so much money to watch this movie. So, but um, so anyway, we we cut to uh, what are they? Doing? Oh, they're going through the going to the country side now she's with her friend uh what is it guinevive guinevive yep played played by barbara capel i think and, <laughs> that's uh, how you pronounce her name yeah and, and uh so she her and her friend are they're out there they're kind of like out in the middle of nowhere right now and they're they're low on gas of course and uh and they're kind of there and so uh Ibarra gets uh she gets out of the car they stop for a minute and light a cigarette. I'm assuming. I don't think it's a joint, but it might be. Kind of, it looked hand rolled.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it looked hand rolled, but I'm I'm pretty sure it was in, a
0: cigarette. Yeah, but. in Europe, it's probably hand rolled ciggy, and uh, so they so she smokes that for a minute, and basically, it's kind of like. Her friend's a little nonchalant like, hey, whatever, you know, we're out here. We're out. And basically, so... Elvira's they even like, oh, say I'm that
1: they're almost out of gas. We need to find somewhere to get gas. And they're like, no, let's keep driving. Let's keep driving and
0: yeah It's almost like it's not that big of a deal. It's like, yeah, it is going to be a big deal. But again, you know, they're not as smart as we are. <laughs> so, so, sure. so, so now they're out of... They're low on gas. She gets out, uh, Elvira... And she goes kind of looking to see if anybody there to help her. And then some weird stuff is already there. Her friend's back in the car. She's puffing a smoke.
1: Well, yeah, it's very weird. They find the first kind of run-down, ramshackle-looking farmhouse kind of building. And it's like, oh, somebody's going to be here. And it looks like it's been abandoned for decades. Right. And it's, they're like, somebody's just going to randomly be here. And if they are, would you want their help? Exactly.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's like what? Well, she's in there, and like they got this little doll that kind of drops down from the ceiling for some reason. And it's like, you know, I'd be like, the hell out of there once a of a doll dropped down from the ceiling and like swinging there. I'd be like, it's like okay. Leatherface's like, living room, you know? Right. I'm like, all right, time to go. <laughs> we'll talk about this later. And, uh, and, uh, but, um, but it just so happens that our star, Mr. Waldemar Daninsky, happens yep. to be staying there. He's, uh, and then, uh, so he, he's there, and he meets her, and then they walk out to where her friend is, and now they're talking at the car. And he basically says, hey, you know, I've been staying at this place, doesn't have any electricity, and, you know, I'm kind of like, hey, I've been here six months. So I'm he tells she tells he tells he them he's a writer, so he wants the seclusion, but he kind of misses, you know, having some company and some intelligent conversation. And so he invites them to stay for a couple of days, right? So he's like, all right, so they go along with it now
1: they're in this well, old... he, i think he also entices them by way he's like yeah my place is much closer than the village and he never they asked like how far the village is he's like oh it's far very, very, that's a very long away. it's
0: a it's far it's very far away yeah you know, it's, yeah it's he's a very like, uh, intense
1: individual paul nashe is a, a, a great actor but man, he's a in, intense as waldemar i
0: i, I like him I, I think he's fucking. he was really fun to watch and then yeah. then he was it was like you know he's almost kind of like He's a wolf man, but he's almost kind of like Count Dracula too. Like he's all dressed up and just kind of right. like. And I like the scene when they're when they finally it's nighttime, and of course we go right to the loud <laughs> lightning, you know, and and shit. So it's you know scary castle lightning candles. It's perfect. They got yeah, it's, a big, it's like,
1: hitting all the right notes. Is it? It's hitting all music, the horror
0: notes. Like yeah, everything.
1: Creepy music just, creepy guy like, creepy castle
0: creepy guy. Why is he there? You know he's all dressed up like a count. You know even though he's not, but you know what I mean he's all like it's all like he's you know everything's very formal. The dining room is kind of dark. It's got candles because there's no electricity of course. And he's they're eating. He's got a bunch of stuff out on the table and and. Uh, I know. Anyway. I was like like
1: one who set all this up for him. Two. How much did he think those three people were gonna eat? Right no, it, was it was like it was, it was a like a banquet for the knights of the round table man Right
0: it was quite a bit of it was quite a bit of food but uh, <laughs> it, look, it looked cool you know the lightning going off and, the, and everything and it was a good So now it's it's you know it's it's they decide to go to bed and oh they say they mention he talks about his book about the what he's writing and then he explains and then they explain what they're looking for and that kind of gets his attention Yeah
1: cuz they're they're looking to do their Final thesis on on the witch.
0: Right. There's the 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 countess. Right. So he's kind of like, that's got his antenna. Like, okay.
1: But I love how he, he, at first, he pretends, you know, he's got an intense reaction, but he's just like, "Mm, no, never heard of it.
0: Right, right. And so they go to walk away and he's just kind of standing there with his, I think he's smoking a pipe, I think. Oh, yeah. And he's just kind of looking forward, like he's got this.
1: He's kind of, He's weird kind of look. entranced because they excuse themselves for the table. He doesn't move. He's just like staring a hole in the wall with his right. like <laughs> you know. A- and and he, uh, uh, it he doesn't say or do anything until they've like almost completely left the room. They're like, Oh, hey, I hope you I hope you sleep well, you know. And it's just like, no, this guy's not acting strange,
0: not at all. Right, right, no. I'm feeling good here. Let's go to bed. So <laughs> they go to so they, they go to the, they're sharing a bedroom, the girls are. And it's of course it's scary it's old you got the big bed and the one girl uh...
1: no electricity uh, still gonna be, yeah no
0: electricity got some candles going and of course they the one girl us out of she takes a sleeping pill and offers it her friend wants one and and then their friend so they strip down they're in their like little nightgowns and it's and uh you know and and just basically turning in but the other the redhead girl uh, Elvira she our main girl she's uh she gets in. She's not too happy when she realizes that the door that they just closed from the outside has got no lock on it. So, you know, she she keeps staring. She keeps staring at the door and the handle like there's no lock. And Like someone, her friend, don't no, stop worrying about it. Take a sleeping pill. You'll feel better. It's like, that's what I need to be knocked out. <laughs> I need to be right. knocked out or in bed with no lock, you know. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like all the warning bells
1: should be going off, but like, like we've said on the show already, if these people were as smart as we are as an audience, that the movie wouldn't be happening, and right, right, you'd have no entertainment.
0: (laughs) It's a good thing they're not smart, so anyway, so she's laying in bed, she can't, her friend's sleeping, and she's just laying there looking. And then, and then this weird scene happens, (laughs) so the door. The the door actually does open. There's she looks and you can see through the like like this kind of funky like frosted glass. There's like this character like coming in the door, and it's like oh shit! Like that would make anybody shit. You know, like well, who's coming in? You know, like you know, fuck. Door opens up and this this really fucking like creepy lady comes in. Probably you know maybe in her thirties forties. She just looks like a mental patient and she's, kind of, and I, she's kind of like in a nightgown herself and well, she's you know kind what of
1: she like, like you know she she looked like to me she strongly resembled uh, a young Meg Foster
0: oh, she, so oh yeah
1: okay she had that look to her and she has those crazy eyes but yeah yeah um this is a that was
0: her name is Elizabeth right her character Elizabeth denininsky
1: Yes, yes that was
0: yelena yelena samarina what i got here well, but anyway she yeah. was pretty cool and she comes in but it's it's like she's talking to her at first kind of like she's almost like giving her a warning we're talking i don't know like it's almost like broken english or something out. it's kind of like she's well, like she talking.
1: was going back and forth in the version i saw between like speaking like french and german or something yeah, like that was, that's what right. i heard
0: i was trying to figure it out and, I, and like it sounds like french and then and then it was kind of like a mixture of stuff. And then she kind of, she, like her friend's still sleeping. And, and Avira's just kind of laying there like, like kind of like, what? Like, and this lady just kind of sits down on the bed with her. And she like just reaches up and just kind of pulls her, her shoulders of her nightgown off. Like almost, she's going to like, Right, there's no nudity, but it's kind of like, like, why are you doing this? <laughs> like, you know? And then she
1: briefly puts <laughs> her hands around her neck.
0: Right, she puts, puts her she like, puts now her... I'm going to strangle you. Of i going to feel like, you up,
1: then I'm going to strangle you. Yeah, right, then... I'm going to
0: Yeah, I want to, I want to see your breasts. And now i am strangle. And then, uh, and so she's like, she goes to, like, she puts her arm around, and then it kind of fades out. She's got this it's real close-up on her face and she's just kind of like grinning and smiling. It's like, and the girl's not screaming or doing anything. I don't think she's just sitting there, like, huh? and then, yeah, you know, she's
1: almost like shell shocked. She's yeah, she it's like, what she is this? Can't
0: react. But it's weird because they they go they they focus. They blur the image of her, and it kind of she goes blurry, and then it comes back into focus. And then we're in close up on on Waldemir's face, so now he's in the bedroom like, sitting over her, and she's still, like, laying there, like, what the fuck, so we don't know if, like, some time went by, but she's kind of, like, she looks kind of groggy, like, she just woke up, like, and she's looking right into his face, and he's kind of, like, I'm sorry about what's happened. (laughs) I'll explain tomorrow, but that woman, I'll explain tomorrow, (laughs) but that was my sister, and she's, she's, you know, not well, she's mentally, you know, like, I don't know if I'm doing his accent right, I, whatever, I'm just, like, yammering. But they goes on about that. But he, she start. He kind of explains. Like he'll explain tomorrow, and then he starts explaining. You know, like w- what's going on with her, and basically his sister's mentally ill. He's watching her,
1: <laughs> and it, it's, it's just kind of funny because he's he's already stating the obvious. Like she's not well. I didn't know she would do something like this. But you know, don't right. worry about her. She only comes out at night. Yeah. Well, we're great. Right. I'm
0: trying to sleep Thank, at night. And yeah, thanks, thanks for <laughs> thanks for warning me that this your sister's roaming the halls. But, uh, you know, but, uh.
1: <laughs> like, like so, and she blows it up. She's like, oh, I was just nervous and tired. She just kind of surprised me. I'm like, wait a minute, this woman comes up, starts to unrobe you and then puts her right. hands around your neck as if she's going to like strangle you and you pass out and you're blaming
0: it on yourself. I don't, I don't think that's how yeah. that works. Yeah. This is weird. <laughs> yeah. So, so basically he walks out like everything's cool and, they go to sleep, and then it goes to she's walking with Valdemir, so it's Valdemir and Elvira kind of walking out, and then it's kind of like uh, I forget, they they she sits down and she he's kind of explaining like what he's who he is or something, or I would,
1: uh, yeah, he's kind of explaining what he does for a living, and uh, uh, oh gosh, I can't remember exactly what it was that he was doing, he, he was there writing that book. And it's intercutting between them talking and her kind of getting the lowdown of what he does for a living as a writer. But then it's cutting back to Genevieve. She's kind of snooping around to like some more rundown parts of the, uh, you know, parts of the castle. And I know like he's explaining what happened to his his sister, that his father had been killed and that his sister kind of freaked out about it. But he's like, yeah. He's like, I can't put her in an asylum. He's like, so I just isolate her out here instead. Which you know,
0: well, mental pretty, health in 1971, <laughs> right? Well, it's pretty cool to see the intercut because they show these chains hanging down with these shackles, and there's blood all over the wall, like dried blood, and she's touching the blood. Obviously, it's dry, and it's like, what the? It's kind of like a, like it's kind of like uh what the the fuck is all this shit hanging down here? And then it goes back to them talking, and then it goes back to her, and then the sister shows up, and then kind of starts attacking Gwenevere, and then she does the same thing. She's got this like she starts ripping like her top off, you know. Again, there's no breasts or anything. It doesn't go, but it's like weird. It's like why is she like? pulling down her clothes like she's trying to pull off genevieve's tops like she's and, r- and then,
1: well she do, like, she goes for that first she goes she goes to rip open her top and again like i said there's no nudity either. Uh, but then she uh you know starts choking her you know yeah, it's like, just the same thing it's like i'm gonna disrobe you then choke you it's like I, yeah I, like, elizabeth
0: gl- seems to have uh an mo you know so yeah it's weird it's like she just kind of and then she's got like Guinevere, like tries to run back she backs into something and she's like yeah she really grabs her and strangles her. and then uh, of course Gwenevieve now is screaming and then it cuts back to her outside and they hear it so they go running in they find uh, 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 Guinevere laying on the ground and her friend of ours is kind of like oh Gwenevieve. and uh, you know so they're checking B- on y- her. Meanwhile
1: well, they're Wait. in like you know Le- Leatherface's torture chamber that looks right, like you know- Like
0: what's going on here? And then it goes, uh, there's a scene where uh, he's talking to his sister, like, uh, they, I forget exactly what's what's going on here, but they're... Well,
1: he's got he, her alone in a room, and he says, and he's like, something like, you can't frighten the girls away, they're, you know, it's kind of an Obi-Wan Kenobi, they're my only hope, you know, kind of mode, and he's like... Right, right. But it's like, oh, she was in the shack, she was looking at the change, she's going to find out everything, you know, she's going to expose us. It was like yeah, but they're my only hope. There's nothing, nothing that they can do about it. You know, it's and a really I, I, weird, awkward kind of scene, but it does play off pretty well once you know, giving you a little hints of what's going on in this story.
0: Right. And hey, it's kind of funny. It's kind of cool too. Like, that's okay. Ah, now I've locked it. Well, it's like, well, it's like they already know it's in there. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> already like seen a, it. You should have locked it beforehand. But anyway, but they they cut back to the bedroom now and. Genevieve is laying on their bed, uh, and uh, and Elvira's trying to uh, like clean off some of her wounds. She's trying to help her out. Now yeah, it's yeah, kind of she got, striped,
1: she got kind of like scraped up in the fall, I, I guess. we're led to believe because it's all on her back. So I'm right. just you know, there's nothing really that happens in the fight between her, Genevieve and Elizabeth that shows her getting injured. But I'm just assuming that she fell down and scratched herself up.
0: Well, it's kind of flipping now, the character arcs here, because Guinevere was the one that was kind of like, ah, oh, you know, don't worry about everything. But now, and like her friend was all worried. Now it's like, because it seems like you would think that Elvira is like maybe falling for Waldemar. and yeah, uh, she's to sweet and, on him.
1: But she's and she's sweet,
0: But they flicked it because now Guinevere's like, we got to get out of here. You know, it's like, oh, you don't understand. It's not, you know, he just meant. And so she's kind of making excuses, like they're talking about, well, what was those chains and all that blunder? Saying, well, you know, they get wild animals, and they, you know, like like saying like they chain up, you know, and that's where they dress, you know, they're the kill, you know, like when they get wild, you know, it's kind of like, oh, that's what you know, it's not humans that you see hanging. It's just wild deer and it's wild deer, right? That's what that's where they dress them, you know. Yeah, it was like yeah, wink, 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 wink. Like everything's kind of like so. She's so it's almost like Elvira's making the you know kind of making the excuse. Them not to leave and it's okay and you're just kind of overreacting and and you know and Gwenlevy's kind of like I'm gonna get the fuck out of here like like fuck this you know like you know like that that you know <laughs> that, that crazy woman tried to strangle me and uh, so uh so while they're having this conversation, uh, Elvira's got like a big suitcase open and she's pulling out a bunch of maps mm-hmm. and she's got like and this is stuff that I guess that they brought with them. Regarding this village and where this tomb is of the countess, and it cuts to a shot now of they're on the you know they leave she leaves, uh, Guenevere in the bedroom, and uh, and she's getting dressed and and so now they've got the maps out on the table. Now now and and uh, and uh, and Elvira down there with Waldemar and they're looking at those maps of this village, and I guess they're talking about the location. It's supposed oh, to be real close to the, uh, some sort of chapel. That, right. right, and this is where this tomb is that they're going to be looking for um, for this witch that for their research. So I think this is where they decide to go, I'm assuming. I, I don't know if I'm trying to remember right. Yeah, they, 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 the they,
1: three of them take off and go because the, the, they he, he gives them a little bit of backstory. He's like, you know, the chapels are in ruins, but he knows where they're at. Right, and he tells them a little bit of the backstory that they used to conduct black mass there and things like that. So they they're, they're both pretty sure that they're on the right track to find where the the countess you know has been sealed up.
0: Right, and, and it's pretty cool shot as they're leaving. You see a shot of the sister watching them leave, and uh, she's she's just kind of like you've got this like grin on her face, like kind of toothy grin, kind of like just watching them like.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you wouldn't like, want somebody looking at you like that.
0: Right, it'd be like I wish she'd stop looking at me like that. I really do. (laughs) Right, but but they go and so you know, valdemar has got like a like a pickaxe and a shovel, and so they just kind of go walking. They don't they don't show them driving, or they just kind of walk up to this like hillside thing with trees, and
1: they find this
0: location. yeah, it's a gorgeous gorgeous area, you know. And they walk up, and there it is—the tomb just happened to be sitting there outside. And it's got, like, the big cement, you know, sarcophagus, like, thing over it. And, that's and, and cool.
1: uh, I, I made a note here, like, cue the fog. Like, as soon <laughs> as they find, show up and find the crypt, they, right. they cue the, the guy with the fog machine.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Turn on the fog machine. And uh, probably a bunch of guys with cigars. You know, like, fucking... Boy. Right,
1: right. Very primitive, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> right, right, you know. So, anyway, yeah. They had a, st- a, a
1: hose hooked up somebody's exhaust pipe and, you know, some
0: car with right, right. a diesel. Got some, old, got some old, you know, Yugoslavian car, you know, fucking hitting the guy, hitting the gas. You know, look at... But, uh, anyway, so they're moving this thing and they're trying to make it look heavy. Like, they kind of lift up and, and then I, they're probably telling them, not so fast. This is supposed to be, you know, heavy. So they slide this, this big cement like sarcophagus cover. And this that is probably weighs like
1: about a thousand pounds of sure.
0: Right, right, exactly. And you know, and they're just kind of moving it off there It's styrofoam or whatever. But anyway, they—that's the thing it had of the writing on it, like warning them not to open it. So what do they do? They open it. They open it. They move it. They pull the lid off. You know, don't do this, and they do it. And uh, so Gwenevieve, she saw smiles again, and she's like a tourist. She's got her camera. She wants to take some pictures of the corpse. Well, yeah, when
1: they of, open it up, there there is a, a there is a, le- a legit corpse in there with a you know a silver.
0: There's a know, wild animal laying in it like dead. So they must have laid that already in there. Would they bury her? I don't know. If that's just like something they do.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that thing definitely didn't crawl in there and then close the lid up to uh, you know keep himself warm. I guess <laughs> I, I don't know. Now
0: this is great. This is actually pretty cool what they do. So they open. He takes the other lid off, like the wooden coffin lid off, and there's a corpse laying in there. This lady, and of course the silver uh, uh, cross through the heart. Um, of course, Guinevere reaches right down in it and steal that right off her. Like, you know, pulls it up. And then when she pulls it up, somehow she cuts herself, like, really badly. Because now she's like, "Oh!" And so he's trying to help her. And there's all this blood pouring off her wrist. And Yeah, like she cut an
1: artery if she was bleeding.
0: Yeah, it's like she's trying to kill herself or something. And so she's sitting there. And it's a pretty cool shot. You see this, like, mummified, like, skull, like, with the mouth open and the teeth. And, you know, and the big eye sockets. So he's she's holding her arm over it, bleeding, and he's trying to wrap it up with a like a cloth or a nap or a handkerchief or something. Yeah, and, and, and it's dripping cold. precariously and right into the mouth into the mouth of this being this this dried up corpse, like right on the teeth and the face. It's a great shot. I mean, it's really oh, yeah, looks it looks cool. And it's like oh, there we go. <clears throat> Quick note: I wrote a short story once where I had something like that happen, where somebody. They, they had blood. that was Oh, nice. <laughs> at the thing. And I was looking at it, and I go, oh, it reminds me of some short story I wrote like, a while back. But it's funny. I had that word, and that's what makes it come back to life. So, like, I saw it, I go, oh, cool. You know, like, and,
1: so anyway. Like, so damn it's, it, that would have worked,
0: right? <laughs> I, I, I would have. Yeah, see, I wasn't wrong. I the corpse would have came back to life. And so, uh, anyway, so it's dripping down, and uh, they wrap it up. And, and then it cuts to uh, – uh, uh Elvira is walking around. She's kind of going in through shit. She walks into this like part of this this place that's all kind of falling apart, these ruins. I think it's supposed to be part
1: of the monastery. The monastery. Like that, yeah, right. That's where they was going. Because she she didn't want no part of them desecrating the grave. She's like, you do what you gotta do. It's really weird because Elvira and, and Genevieve flip flop back and forth you know like oh i'm scared i want to leave but yeah we have to study right. up on this stuff so i want to stay i want to go they when one wants to stay the other one wants to go yeah they, they, yeah, they,
0: yeah they do do that throughout the whole thing it's like that one of them's scared the other ones are like having a good time and so and uh so this anyway there's this thing walking around i don't remember really what this was other than the fact that it was this it looked like this almost like a, like something like an undead thing inside this like a robe like it
1: it was just like a monk but it was like undead
0: but like walking around and then like something happens and it just like she screams and it it just kind of like fades like what i don't know what what happened to it that it just kind of fell to the ground it didn't really do anything
1: well she runs away from it for a bit because she says something like oh listen uh, hi i'm i'm a stranger here and everything and the thing turns around and it's obviously got like the that its space is all undead. Now I'm not yeah, sure like what which
0: version. And in your version, did it just fall down? Like, I, what happened to it? It's like it fell. Like the robe went to the ground or something, or. It was like it didn't do anything. Well, um, uh, Waldemar
1: runs up to it. And he he hears her screaming, and he runs up and he stabs it with the. Uh,
0: oh, that's right. That's right. He had the didn't he have the cross he, in his? Yeah, hand? he
1: had the silver cross that he had. Yeah, taken.
0: that's what happened. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm having some brain fade here. I,
1: I I do well. I do know there's a couple different cuts of this, so I didn't know. Like, well, maybe.
0: No, no, your you're cuts. right. I, you're right. I remember. Because I'm thinking that it didn't just like fall. I remember because I got an image of mine of the robe falling down to the ground. Yeah, he did. He stabbed it. I mean, it ran. is over it. very
1: quickly, and just like, oh, we got to get oh, out of here. Right, you know?
0: and they just kind of walk away, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, like this, like that oh, okay. was normal. Yeah, like you know. oh, I kill, I kill these things all the time. You yeah, know, I, yeah, you, I mean, yeah. uh, is that thing bothering? It's zombie monk killing yeah. day.
1: Otherwise, otherwise, like,
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's yeah.
1: just another Thursday for me.
0: Yeah, right, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. These these are real pain in the neck, these guys. <laughs> he didn't say that of course,
1: but you know what I mean. It's, it's a, open season on them.
0: It's nonchalant. Like I just killed this undead monk. Like what like let's get the fuck out of here. They just kinda walk off. But they do a cool scene after this now. I was having a little bit of brain fed there. I apologize. I was like oh, No problem. I was, little, I was a little like, uh what eh. so anyway, but they do a cool scene here. They got they show the moon again, the same shot, like the moon shot. And then they oh, show like, this dirt. They show dirt and then like the female fingers coming up out of the dirt. And
1: yeah, like real slowly, like kind of almost like in a Bella Lugosi kind of fashion, like Dracula. Yeah, yeah it's like this. It's cool a real thing. brief shot, but it's one of the few nighttime shots that really work.
0: Yeah, you could tell. And you could tell it's a lady's fingers. You know, they're painted nails, I think, if I remember. But I mean, it looks cool. And then it's like, okay, what's going on here? And then they show another shot of the moon, another shot of the hand. And then they go back into, now they're back into the bedroom and Gwen of Eve and, and uh, Elvira are talking and it looks like they're, and it, it's again, it's like Gwen of Eve now is like still in happy mode or whatever. She's not really freaking out. They're just talking. I I don't remember exactly what they're talking about. They're just kind of going on about, you know, what's
1: kind of going on about, about what's real and what's not. And like, I don't believe in vampires, you know, and the the people coming back to life, but like you did see an undead zombie monk that got killed with the silver cross in front of you.
0: So how
1: real was that?
0: Right. Right. That happened in, you know, while while Voldemort killed him with a silver fucking cross. Like what's going on here? And, uh, Let's not even like, like think about the fact that, like, oh,
1: like, well, they're they're talking about, oh, do you believe in God? And Genevieve is like, well, then you better pray. You better pray for us. And Then is just like abandons the conversation at that point. Like, oh, well, I'm thirsty. I'm gonna go downstairs and get some water. Well, don't leave me alone. I'm scared. I'm Like in this place that has, you know, no no lighting, barely has plumbing. Right. It's like oh, I'm just gonna like, why would you go anywhere in this place by without- yourself? Yeah, we've used the buddy system.
0: I would take a can- at least a couple of candles with me and a and a fireplace poker. You know, like I'm not gonna like, go down it with nothing. You know, like you know, fucking like just to get it, a glass
1: it. of water. I'd be like, I'd, I'll I'll just stay dry. Fuck it.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah I'll i drink my own urine. That's uh, I'm just gonna have urine tonight. I'm gonna <laughs> right.
1: you know? I'll, I'll lick the sweat from my own brow. Fuck it. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'll just like. Put stand in the tub and like go back and forth and collect all my sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be back in that place. I would have gotten to my car and uh, I would have gotten no, the uh, out of it. Right. So now they they go out and now uh, Gwyneth walks outside after she drinks some water and uh, she runs into um, the witch. Yeah. And uh, and and the witch takes the bandage off of her cut and she basically. The Cut is like a scar already, was like which would be weird, but it's this big scar on her thing. And she puts her mouth on it, she pulls her arm, and then Gwenabee looks like she's kind of in ecstasy, kind of like that Dracula thing, you know, and like when Dracula, like Lagosian or whatever Dracula, even Christopher Lee, when they, they lean in, the woman kind of is all uh, like yeah. they're having this uh, like erotic moment. Well, yeah, like it's
1: an erotic sensation to have your blood drank from you, I guess, right? I right, know. so.
0: Yeah, like, it's like this thing is doing this weird shit to you, like, but it must be some sort of, you know, thing with vampires, you know, it kind of tra- puts you in a trance. So and, and the thing like, is,
1: this cut, it look, looks like it's a type of cut that would take, like, about 20 stitches to close up, but they just wrapped it in some gauze and they're just, it's fine. It's, fine. And,
0: it's already, and it's already a scar, like, it's already healed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so immune
1: systems and, back in the 70s must have been so much better it than must they are today.
0: Yeah, it, it was the weed. It was way better. Like, but it didn't, <laughs> it didn't, have, those, didn't have those chemicals in it. But anyway, but uh, uh so this the, the witch is with her and she just kind of follows her. And it's kind of like there's real dark footage again there outside and you can't really see the witch too much but you know it's her from her hands and <clears> then <throat> they go back he got valdemar he's like reading he's looking in his book and he's kind of looking up and down and and uh this is again where i made a note that uh
1: paul is a very intense actor he just had intense eyes he looked like a guy who meant business
0: it was yeah it was yeah he did have a. he did have that cool like you know like selling it with his eyes. There was a really good eye work there where he didn't right, right. He, he didn't have to do anything. He just kind of looked, you know, just kinda and uh but it's pretty cool scene where we got uh who 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 did uh, I'm getting a little lost here. Elvira, she comes in and there's somebody like on a like that's been impaled on something. And they well the showing. next
1: scene was him reading from the book and he's he kind of gives away something that's gonna come into play at the end here. He says, the man must be stabbed by the woman who loves him in order to, or his soul, so his soul will be freed forever. Right, right. And I remember Elvira comes downstairs and is looking for Genevieve.
0: And this is a wicked scene. because yeah, it's all done in a
1: really ethereal kind of slow motion that's just.
0: There's a lot of smoke and it looks kind of like a hammer, like a hammer movie here with all the smoke. It's got like the smoke in the hallway of this like grand hallway thing and like she's walking down she's walking uh Genevieve is was walking toward us and it's like kind of it almost looks kind of like an he angry- was
1: hanging off off the the fence that was impaled on the fence well, that, was, I, that I, that was
0: asking I think I think uh, it was weird it it was it, it could have been. But it was weird because they were showing like blue eyes, and they kept like doing. They were showing a face, and then like, like I don't really know. I was kind of confused about that. Like, what what are they showing here? They I, I thought like,
1: it was meant to because uh, not Elvira, but Elizabeth was spying on Genevieve with the Countess. So, <laughs> and then the next time we see her, that she's just hanging off the fence. I just assumed that she got killed off camera.
0: I think that's I think that's what happened. I was a little confused.
1: But It is a, cool in the scene, editing. It's a little bit confusing, but that that that's how I took it.
0: But the the cool scene is when Guinevere walks up to Elvira, and you could tell she's been changed. Now she's got this weird, wicked look on her face, almost like a smile, and her eyes are going back and forth. Remember that shot? Her yeah. eyes are darting side to side.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
0: Like wow, you can. I was trying to make my eyes do that. I'm going, I could, I can't do that. It looked, it was cool because it looked like. Oh fuck, like she's transformed. She's she's one of them now. She's a vampire. Yeah, pretty quick it's pretty quickly. Scary. It was it was really I was like, Wow, that is cool. That's that's a really cool shot. Because with that smoke in the hallway and she's dressed, you know, like you know It's all done kinda. in
1: a really neat kind of slow motion. This very yeah. kind of
0: as it earthly. kinda reminded me of kinda ha- like a hammer movie. It did had kinda have that like kind of feel like Ingrid Pitt or something was coming up. You know what I mean? It was like kinda it just, I don't know, it was something kind of, it, it was a really good shot. But that look in her eyes, that was, that was really creeped me out. I was like, yeah, it,
1: oh. it reminded me a little bit, I know this predated the movie by a good decade, but it reminded me of Salem's Lot.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 I got
1: you. You know, this is kind of like, yeah. oh, th- this obviously is not the person you know anymore. Right. Th- this is the, the most ridiculous scene in the movie where Waldemar and Elvira, are discussing, you know, it's going to be Walpurgis night, you know, and it's it's going to be a night of never-ending horror. You need to get out of here. Your friend's already taken by th- them. You know, I don't want nothing to happen to you. And she's like, but I love you, my darling. I can't leave because I love you. I want to be with you and stay with you forever. Right. I love you with all my heart. And it's like, you've known this motherfucker for two days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you better get the fuck out
0: of here. Yeah, yeah you now, can just like the fuck out of the door stage left and not look back. Now, this is funny. This scene is, is ridiculous. The scene coming up where he's finally there's this friend of theirs that from the village that comes and picks uh Elvira up in this van. Pierre. And, and
1: Pierre. Pierre,
0: that's him. This Pierre, guy uh,
1: he's a piece of shit. He's a real piece oh, of work.
0: Oh my god, dude. He's the free he's the scariest guy in the movie. He's fucking, I'm telling you he fucking gets, picks her up and it's kind of like oh so uh, uh i are you afraid of me uh, do you think uh, because uh that 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 makes me very angry when people are afraid and uh, afraid of me wife, yeah like do you ever think about cutting your hair don't cut your hair i hate it when women cut yeah. their hair and like you know and it's just like yeah, he's know, being like, very creeperish very very creeperish. like I can't i'm not doing it any justice because he asked her about four or five different things it's kind of like I would open the door and jump out of the car. I wouldn't fucking be in with this guy. I was like, this guy is a rapist. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? This guy is such a freak. I'm like, what a, like, it's just so, and then he's just saying it all nonchalant, like, you know, like, this would be normal conversation.
1: He's like, you know, oh, the, there's no post office in our town, but there's a cemetery. It's very lovely. I like to go there every Sunday. Right, right. And this then he goes like, right in, though? like people. He goes, you know, there are people who think that uh, they're afraid. They think I'm crazy. Do you think I'm crazy? Do, Do you think you? I'm
0: crazy? <laughs> right. And it's like you think I'm crazy. Uh, I get I get upset when people think I'm crazy. You know, shit like that. You know, like it's like what the fuck are you going on about, you fucking weirdo? Like, you know, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna send you with this guy. This guy's gonna take you in this van and like drive off with you, but then
1: it goes to <laughs> like be living in case. a van down by the river, right? It, right. Even,
0: it even says
1: a there's been suspicion, but no, I've never killed anyone. No, 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 that would be absurd, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like really, I don't know if that would be absurd. No, yeah. you, but <laughs> I, I, I think you are the, probably the best suspect there are. There's lots and of rumors, and none of them are true, I assure you. And I'm like, I assure you, there's nothing is true that you've heard. That's when he makes the transition to talking about your your, your hair is so beautiful and lovely. Don't you ever think about cutting it? Don't cut it. Yeah. I hate it so, when women.
0: Right. <laughs> it was still like that. It's like, what the fuck are you going on about, dude? Again, So, you know, he's, a, you know, he's, you know, this guy's bad news. I mean, they're getting around. Oh, right? yeah. That, he, so, he's horrible, horrible. So, anyway, it cuts to this other scene, which is, uh, this is one where uh, um, Waldemar is dragging this girl out to this Who's he got? Is this... I thought it was... Uh,
1: it, it's Again, it's shut outside and it's very murky kind of looking. But I thought that that was supposed to be Elizabeth that he was taking out and burying. It,
0: it, but she looks different. I think it is supposed to be, but she looked a little different to me. It was like it didn't look like the same... It, she looked younger.
1: Yeah i wonder, wondering, like maybe you, that they have somebody kind of, you know, like, be a stand-in.
0: Like, stand-in, but anyway, he drag he drags her out to it's outside in daytime, and he and he takes her out like, in, you know, wherever, out in the woods or off the side of a road or whatever. And he's got a he's got a uh, he's got a grave already dug. Yep, yep. He's got a
1: grave. He's got a mallet.
0: He's got uh, some vampire killing stakes, and so he he lays her down next to it. And then he takes a big wooden stake, and then he just pounds it into her chest. So, now if she wasn't dead, she's dead now. And uh, and and then he just and then he takes an axe and then he chops her head off. And you know, it's pretty gruesome, you know. He just like whacks the thing. Then he picks up the head and he just dumps the head.
1: Well, he doesn't get it in two. one
0: whack. <laughs> right, he, he has wha- to you know, take he... a couple whacks to get it. <laughs> right. Yeah. He t- Yeah. He chops. He has to do a little chopping, but he finally gets it to come free. Picks it up and then he. And he tosses it in the uh, grave, and then he picks the body up, and then he dumps her in there. I and thought then it he was filled. very odd
1: that he took and he put the head in there first, and then put the body in second in, in a different position. He, he right. noticed he put. Her, I think it might be part of vampire lore. Maybe I, maybe I'm murky on this, but like he he puts her head by her feet.
0: Yeah, yeah, I noticed that Elizabeth. We're assuming it's Elizabeth. It looks a little different. The girl looked younger than Elizabeth. Elizabeth looked like she was in her 40s. This, this almost
1: looked almost looked like Genevieve but with Genevieve right. with red hair but it just right. kind of I kind of just wonder if they had someone you know as a the court stand in and it just didn't match <laughs> or, up
0: <laughs> or they had a, some extra shit in the story that they didn't and they used the footage yeah,
1: cause there were a couple of random deaths up <laughs> it, up in here, you know, there it was really weird because uh, like the the random death at the beginning, unless it was maybe that lady, and then he was just burying her much, much later, like, oh I yeah about this.
0: yeah right, you know, who knows? but but anyway, uh, we'll assume it's Elizabeth. but right now,' <clears throat> back in the story, we're back with Captain Crepo, Pierre, and it's nighttime uh they must have
1: been really right that the village was far away because this
0: is obviously a couple hours later right right so she's she now she uh she uh i mean elvira she's holding the she's out she walks she's outside in the woods or something and and now she uh,
1: it's kind of hard to tell but like i watched this twice and i kind of like fidgeted with the uh the light levels and the exposure uh, to kind of make it look a a little bit clearer and i did notice on upon the second viewing is that there was a tree blocking the road so that's why they were outside of
0: uh, ah that's right because pierre is looking he's like like you see the van or whatever the hell it is and then it's like she's she gets out and he's just kind of looking and then she's holding the cross and then it cuts to she's back in the house Back, like she came back. I don't know. She's she's with Valdemar, and uh, <clears throat> they're talking. And then there's a shot of him, like in the bathroom or wherever, and he's looking at his chest at the. When we see that, you know, the scar from the beginning of the movie, <clears throat> where the two bullet holes were. Right. So right. He, he's now he now he's he's wandering around. It's nighttime, obviously. There's no lights on in the house. It's just moonlight coming in, and he's just kind of. You know he's turning. He's turning into the werewolf, and uh, so he's <clears throat> he's eyes. probably. I think it's, did he warn her or something? I don't know. I yeah, he. It was.
1: Well, it was really weird because you know Pierre was supposed to be taking her to the village. <laughs> right. They, they drive for a couple hours. They they get the road blocked off. So then she leaves on foot. Goes back to where he's at at the the you know the manor or the castle or whatever. Right. And he tells her, he's like, you know, you can't be here tonight. You can't sleep here. It'll be better for you if you go to the village and sleep in the lodge. And, you know, he, for her protection and everything, but it, it doesn't make sense
0: how she got back. Timeline-wise, it was odd. Yeah, like, how did she get back so quick? Now she's she's there. So now it's a good scene. It's cool. It's a little dark, but he's in a, his bedroom or whatever. And he's, he's turning into the werewolf. And they did a good makeup job. I mean, he's like, you know, they're doing it where you know, obviously when he turns, they got a little bit more of the werewolf yeah. applique on and stuff. But he, they're doing it's, it's shot well. He looks like he's it's turning a, the into time the
1: lapse kind of <clears throat> kind of style. You know, right. it's almost almost like the uh, the oh uh, like oh the Lon days. You know, just doing that kind of yeah. time lapse,
0: right? And and so he he now he's full werewolf, and he jumps out like a stained glass window or something. He jumps through there, and now he's out and about. And she then it cuts to her. She's sitting at a table with a couple of candles, but it's pretty dark. And she's holding the cross. And then she's hearing stuff. She she knows like he he's turned.
1: Yeah, he, the funny thing is with this is it did make me giggle a little bit. It, it's not <coughs> not mean anything bad by it, <laughs> but like the werewolf would snarl and some. <laughs> Right, right, right. One moment, and then the next moment, it was clear that they were just using sound clips of, like, a cheetah or a panther. Right, right,
0: right. And it's just like,
1: like it, 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 it was funny. It was, it was, I don't
0: think it was done intentionally, but it was funny. And, and some of the, some of the wolfmans was pretty funny. It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, like somebody like, sound like a werewolf. How did I do that? I don't know, you know. And he's mumbling and shit, and it's kind of yeah, it was some funny sounds coming out of there. Yeah, but uh, but um, outside the, the grounds, she's falling asleep, like she's like, like she's sitting at this table. She falls asleep and she's she's kind of clutching the cross, and she wakes up, and now it's and then you've it's really cool. It's kind of like a dream sequence. It's, it's really yeah. cool. And there's there's Guenevere and the witch are together. Full on fangs. One of these got fangs that are like, you know, really sticking out. It's wicked. She looks really. She looks beautiful. Like her hair's done real nice and shit. But it's like seventies, nineteen seventies hair. But it's scary oh, as yeah. shit because she's like got these really creepy fangs, and then you can't really sure, see the most to like fangs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, really, really. And then so they they cut her neck, and they're holding a like a goblet thing up there, and they're letting like this gold chalice, whatever they call it, a gold thing. And this, and, and this blood is, uh, pouring into it. And, and now she's kind of like sitting in the chair, like out. And so the witch takes a sip of the blood, passes it to Guinevere. She takes a big drink and these two are having a good time. Guinevere is, uh, and then they show. She's into into it now. (laughs) Yeah, this is good. She's, she's into the, she's into the, you know, the, Let's do the time warp because she's a solid. She's into this. She's into the things. They're, they're showing a cool scene of them spinning around, dancing in slow motion, you know, her and the witch. So this is she's loving it. It and, does seem uh, to be a,
1: a, an M.O. that every time they, they show that the vampire women is this all very ethereal, very slow motion, very right. ghost like and creepy. Yeah. It's, it's it's a it's great sequences.
0: It's cool. If only it's the it's
1: wrestling it's movie was shot just as well. It's like it's. It seems like to me, like whenever they show the vampires, they're well lit and this shot very beautifully and nice slow motion. But whenever they show the werewolves, it's just like
0: ah, like right. It, 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 we're winging it, it. A different camera guy that day when they show. But they show her and like she's got this big. Elvira's got this big gash in her neck. And then when they and they show them dancing around and then after they kind of leave the room she wakes up and now she's she she doesn't have a gash so was this all a dream you know like she obviously is not injured and now she she's got this she's holding the the cross and she wakes up and like nobody's there and her and there's no wound so this was a dream did they take her blood yeah and, well you know, like what I, I what, don't- what, what?
1: Well, the one thing I noticed is she's wearing like a turtleneck kind a of turtleneck,
0: shirt. right? Shirt. So
1: she might still have the those, you know, that, yeah. that wound. But you would think as much blood as she was having gushing out that there would be blood everywhere. It would be
0: blood on her. But so it it was kind of they leave that kind of there.
1: And but, we skipped uh, over an interesting part. In between this scene intercut is uh, Waldemar. Roaming the countryside, killing some random guy out uh, out in the woods. That we never know who it is. We never really see who it is because it's shot so dark that you don't. It's a very right. random death scene that looked looked. Well, I'm I'm using air quotes here that you can't see, but it looked like it was filmed exceptionally bloody, but you would never know. But the, from the way they shot it, right. so, it's so dark.
0: Yeah, that yeah, you're right. <laughs> that, we did get, that did happen. So Rando death scene. Poor sucker out in the middle of uh, out in the middle of the night. You know, just happened. He ran into a werewolf, and then so now we're back. He's he's back now um, as Valdemar, and of course, his his clothes are in tatters, if covered in blood,
1: that. pretty much from head. He's to got toe blood on him. He's got and...
0: he's got blood on his face. He's scratched up, and and they're and they're kind of going on about it, talking and.
1: Alvira, um, the, the 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 kind of lowdown, and he's like, you know, he tells her uh, the story, you know, the where he had gotten uh, uh, when he was he was exploring. I want to say it was someplace like Tibet or something like that, and he got attacked by what he thought was a yeti, and then now he's got ah, this right. that every time the uh, whole moon hits, he he gets away and he kills people, and yeah. we know it's probably not a yeti; it's it's a fucking werewolf. <laughs> Like, Come on, Baltimore, It was a werewolf. But yeah, he he kind of gives her the the lowdown, and it's it's already been kind of planted in you know our heads that only someone that is in love with him can kill him, but it's got to be with this special
0: right. Know, the gotta cross.
1: Be to st- yeah, it's got to be with the the cross that was used to kill like the the countess. And
0: and they and they show her now. They show Elvira sitting in her vanity, and she's holding the cross like, still. And now she's basically it's nighttime. She's getting ready for bed. She's combing or she's brushing her hair. She gets up and who's standing behind her? Guinevere, like still with the big fangs. She throws her robe down onto the table and it covers the cross. So I guess so, Guinevere, does, you know, doesn't see it or whatever. So they they're they're there, yeah. and it's another kind of a dreamy kind of a thing. It's kind of like, and then Guinevere kind of moves in on her. And then it's the thing where, you know, the erotic thing again, like, it's not like, oh, don't bite me, you're a vampire. It's like, you know, it's kind of like... It's like
1: she's very much under Genevieve's spell.
0: Right, exactly. This is what's going on. Like, Genevieve's kind of like almost rubbing the outside of her her breast, but not really touching her, and then just kind of puts her hands on it. And then... uh, She bites her. Elvira, yeah. Elvira kind of just falls back in the bed, like, and just, like, Complete bliss, like ah, like erotic bliss, and then Genevieve, yeah, she gets up there and bites her neck, and uh, so now she is she's turned into a vampire. They show a shot, like a transition shot of a bunch of birds flying by. I remember that it was yeah, that like, was
1: a really weird weird transition.
0: It, it was morning or dusk or I don't know what the hell they were showing. Well, it was.
1: I think it was supposed to be like a shot, in, kind of shooting like a day for night kind of mode. Because right. the very next scene is uh, Genevieve going back to uh, where the Countess is at, right. so it has to be still nighttime. But the transitional shot was daytime, so night to day tonight, I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> and now they're back. They're back uh, in the, the in where the with the Countess is, and there it's a lot of it's like some slow motion kind of kind of walking, and they're they're
1: Genevieve go goes back to the to the the crypt and she's met there by waldemar yes and they have like a fight she kind of draws him in and tries to bite him and attack attack him and they kind of have a you
0: know, it's a pretty cool a scene thing. because it's the first time one like looks like she she's really kind of weird looking at her face like her hair's in front of her eyes but you can still see her teeth and she and she looks then and, and then they kind of do a close-up on her and then Voldemort's there and he he's coming, he's walking toward her, and then in her close up on her eyes, and I like get set up for the battle, you know, which and is over
1: the- really quickly. They just kind of they kind of scrap for a few seconds and then he throws her down and she gets in, impaled on right. something. And then they do this neat kind of transitional time lapse shot where the, you see the the fang wounds on elvira's neck and they slowly start to fade away so you kind of get the idea that like you know elvira might be safe at least for the time being
0: right uh by killing uh Guinevere, genevieve whatever uh but genevieve, it's uh yeah it's uh like it's reversed or maybe she's not gonna be a vampire now but the kill is yeah it is pretty quick they could have done a little bit more fighting there it was a nice build up but that's exactly what happens she falls And then like gets impaled. There's a lot of there's a good amount of blood there. And then she's kind of looking up at the sky. It's good. It's a good kill. It's a good shot.
1: And then there's this really uh, creepy slow mo insert of the Countess. Yes. Looking very pissed off. (laughs) She's like a lot like Barbara Steele in this this shot.
0: Yes, I was just gonna say that it has another. uh, It was another, like kind of a thing, kind of very hammerish. You know, with the like with the black veil and it's kind of flowing in the wind and it's slow motion. And I love it. I love the slow motion. It really adds a lot of like it's really just it makes it it's very spooky. Yeah,
1: adds a lot of like mood and atmosphere.
0: Right. And it's just the way it's filmed. It's kind of dark and a little bit of light at the top of the buildings, shadow down at the bottom. And then yeah and showing, that's when she kind
1: of realizes that she has a little <clears> start <throat> you can tell she's a little scared the countess is because she sees there's daylight is coming
0: right and so there's and they're showing that they're showing like the glimpse of the sun coming through and she's jumping down deeper down in the in the in the catacombs of this fucking ruins and uh, so yeah it's a good shot you wish you wish you're like God I wish we could see some more of this countess you know like it really you know because she's really she looks great. And the Barber Steele thing, yeah, it does. It's, it's kind of it's kind of very. It's the
1: first time in the movie that I noticed... I mean, it's not the first time that they show, uh, you know, the Countess, but it's the first time you know they kind of show her in her all her glory. You know what I mean? And yeah,
0: like, they spend a little time on her, and they and they kind of let it just. They give you an opportunity to kind of soak it in. It's like it's it really, it is beautiful. It's kind of like that's like, that's the first
1: know. time that I noticed I'm like, okay, this lady definitely looks a lot like. Fucking Barbara Steele. Right. Uh, and I forgot, was it Pat? Patty Shepard is the name of the, the actress who played the Countess.
0: Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, I got that written down, yeah. Patty Shepard, Countess Landessa Davula de Nadasti. As I, was I was say, saying the only
1: other thing I remembered her from was she was in Slugs and Edge of the Axe, both in 88, her, her two of her final films. But I just uh, remember those <laughs> that's only other things that I I can remember her from.
0: They got we we we've cut now to they go to was it after she kind of ducks in they're back the it's like morning time and then it's the it's 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 Waldemar and Elvira again and they're talking in the bedroom and then they can then they cut to they're now outside the um the compound the church whatever it is. Yeah, it's the, the, the bed. um
1: the chapel. Yeah, a, the
0: chapel, that's it. So they're walking around the stone ruins of this thing again. And uh, cool set by the way. It was you know, a good way, a good place to film something like this. And uh, so they're walking around and he explains to her that
1: he t- that he killed Genevieve, and that's why she's safe, you know, that the, the, the witch's curse would have no effect on her because her wounds healed after, you know, he, and he freed Genevieve, so her mortal soul is still... Right.
0: You well, know, this uh, is cool. Right after that scene, they, they show another... This is actually a very cool shot of the moon. It's, like, a little closer. And they show the moon, and then they show him, you know, it's nighttime again, and now he's chained up, and he's yep. transitioning to the werewolf, and she's in the other room with the with the cross holding it. She comes around to kind of see what's going on. And who does she run into? Everybody's favorite, Pierre. And he basically grabs her. And now he's going to do whatever, you know, what Pierre has been wanting to do the whole time. He basically grabs her, manhandles her. She passes out. He, he, he,
1: knock, he knocks her. Then he, he, yeah, he punches, yeah, her, right punches, her, right punches her
0: or something. Knocks her out. And then he picks her up. Now he's going to, he's walking uh, where they're taking wherever the fuck he's gonna get named. Well, they go back to Voldemir and Voldemir's like the werewolf now. He's, he's we're full werewolf mode. Great makeup. You can really see it good. Yeah, you can see it
1: really good in these shots, thankfully.
0: And <laughs> and he he busts the chains and now he's free. And now he's fucking it's a good because he he busts through this door and then he sees Pierre, you know, holding on to his woman and he fucking he just like he lets Pierre have it, you know, which we've all were waiting for. And uh, of course Pierre's like oh! he's like against the wall and his head's all bloody and you know and he's he's basically getting his ass kicked by the werewolf. Yeah, and, he gets uh, his ass kicked pretty pretty quickly and pretty easily. They, they they could have spent a half hour kicking his ass and I'd have been wanting more. I, yeah, I really exactly. like it's like like kill this motherfucker. I do not like Pierre. Kill him, bring him back and then kill right. him again. And kill him again. And they do a cool scene where, like, now the wolf, he's Pierre's dad, the wolf man, uh, the werewolf, rather. Werewolf goes walking past this thing, and he there's, like, a door that's off its hinges, and it was just a good accident. He flips it with his hand, and it spins around and then lands back on the thing. Like, he never probably would have been able to do that, like, if he wanted to do it. That it was, was probably cool. just like, a happy accident. Yeah, happy accident. Like, this thing just spun around and, like, stayed up. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> Uh, so they go but back. It, you know, it did look good. It looked, it looked great. It was cool. Now they're back, and there's a funeral in town. I forget who the funeral's for I'm, I'm, um, but they they're in town, and like the townspeople there they're all dressed in black and they're carrying this black coffin, and I think. And then we see a car pull up, and it's the return of uh, Inspector Marcel. He's yeah, back. and his, he's been
1: him. strangely absent. We're like the movie's hour. 20 some odd minutes
0: long it's
1: been at least an hour since we've seen him
0: right they set him up like he was going to be a major a major guy and like you know he just disappears now he shows up he shows up like in the street where the funeral procession was and he and now he's 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 looking around and he's in the town he goes into like a little tavern and there's like a like a brunette girl behind the bar and they have a conversation and i forget what he tells her but she gives him some information, I guess. Uh, I, I don't remember. Do you, do you, I, I, kinda... I, I was actually totally fixated
1: by the big cardboard rooster or chicken that was on top of the bar when she was pouring him a drink. <laughs> I, 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 uh... couldn't, I, I couldn't get past it. I was just like, what the fuck? Is this a mascot or something? But uh, uh-huh. he comes in and he, he just asks for a drink. He asks for some wine. And she pours him a little bit of a, of a drink and she's like, Oh, you know, a, a girl, uh, died you know, she was murdered. And he asks, he's like, do you know who it is? You know, was it, you know, was it a, a girl from outside the community? Was it somebody outside the village? Right. Like, no, it was this. you know, the so-and-so's daughter, but you know, and he, he, he's basically trying to figure out what happened to, you know, Elvira and Genevieve because he's, you know, hasn't heard anything, uh, You know, heard anything, any kind of response back from them at all. So it wasn't a stranger. It wasn't one of them, but um, she kind of gives them, you know, some information of where she wants, uh, where he can find Elvira.
0: What he he does, he does bust the badge out. Like, remember, he he does, he goes, Oh, like, she, whatever his inspector, I'm an inspector. So she kind of like, Oh, okay. You know, like, whatever, you know.
1: But this is also a creepy part because this bartender, you know, not very standoffish, but she's, you know, she's kind of giving up the information as he's asking about it, but she's worried because her boyfriend's missing. And who is her boyfriend? Creepy fucking Pierre.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's what I was just like, oh my that's God. Right. Like it's it kind of a, a like, creepy revelation at it, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Oh, that's funny. Uh, think, And okay. So what I cut now, We're back at uh, uh, Waldemere's walking through the woods. And a guy, some big dude kind of walks up to him and kind of accosts him. He says, you killed my wife and child or something. And because he's so he starts pushing him. And and the guy's like trying to stab him, but he's not stabbing him in the heart. But he's like kind of stabbing his jacket. And then yeah, fucking
1: nothing to him.
0: Right. It's just like doing nothing. He's holding this knife. Waldemere pushes him. The guy kind of spins around and falls on top of his own knife. And then and then he just kind of they show the knife kind of sticking out of his flannel or whatever his shirt <clears throat> and he just drops back and he's dead so, because
1: he gives him his last line you're the devil the
0: devil you right you're the right exactly yeah, he says and so you know and then Valdemir kind of having a moment of reflection kind of like
1: uh, I was like yeah I guess you know, I like, kind of am the devil <laughs> I guess
0: I right yeah I guess I am the devil so, uh, so whatever so they go back now and now we're we've got. Uh, more A little bit more fog passing by uh, Inspector Marcel as he gets out of his car.
1: They went heavy on the fog in this movie, which I yeah, uh, like. It, yeah, it looked everything.
0: good. It's always, you know, it looks good. He's actually at the place now. He looks at the car that's, he knows it's uh, virus car. And he's just kind of, he, he looks, he runs his hand across the glass or something, if I remember yeah He's like, it's been it's,
1: it's like been parked for a while because he leaves some some dust tra- some finger trails and right. dust that's all over her car
0: and then so he the door opens and it's elvira he goes to kind of give her a kiss and she kind of turns her cheek like mm, you know so it's not you know like gives him she turns on the cold water and uh so now they're inside uh and uh marcel is they're in like the, the dining room area type thing or whatever. Uh, Waldemar is on the sitting in a leather chair, and uh, the inspector's asking him questions and smoking a cigarette. I forget exactly what they're talking about. I, I, I'm, they're just kind of well, going start, over. It kind
1: of starts off, and he's like, uh, he's apologizing at first. Waldemar is. He's like, I'm sorry. He's like, I didn't know it's kind of difficult to explain. You know, he's like, didn't you know that that she was my girl? And we were, I think, not, I'm not sure if they were engaged or, or whatnot. But um he's like, uh he's like, Marcel, you know, it's so difficult. You know, you wouldn't under understand me. It's not a matter of facts and figures. It's just I need her and you can't have her back right now. Right, right. He's he's being very <laughs> You know, Marcel is basically telling him like, listen, there's all these strange deaths going on on around here, murders and, and killings. And he's like, yeah, I know you're connected somehow. And he's like, but I don't believe in all this talk about werewolves and vampires and fairy tales. And he's like, I need, you know, concrete evidence. But he's like. Also, it doesn't understand. He's like, "Why do you need, you know, my girl? And why is my girl now right. with with you?" <laughs> right. Like, like I understand you all this. Why you
0: Why you? Why you with my chick? <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> when they found,
1: uh, they keep mentioning the knight's tomb. Which I'm thinking that now I'm I'm thinking about it now that I look at my notes here. The knight's tomb that must have been who we ran into. When, uh, we think it was the, you know, the, the undead monk, that must have been the, the undead monk.
0: knight. Yeah, it must have been right, the knight. Right, 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 that, right, that's, that's but, what I, have that's what I gathered.
1: But with everything going on, uh, to be quite honest, Marcel, as Elvira's, you know, previous dude, and being, a a, 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 a cop, he's being very understanding, and he's like, you know, like, this shit's insane, you know, I think you're, you're, I think you're nuts, but, uh. I'm going to let her stay here with you for a little while, you know, right. and he's like, you know, when I'll take her back when you're done with her. I mean, it's very weird when he, he says, he literally says something to the effect, you know, I'll, I'll take her when you're done with her. It's just like, um, that could be taken a whole lot of different ways.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of a way, like, you know, like you like, you're think right.
1: he basically says something to the effect of like, you know, like I'm going to take her away from here, but you know, if you're cleared of all these crazy murders and she wants to come back to you, you know, once you're in the clear and found innocent, I won't stand in the way be- in between either one. of you, and I'm, it's just,
0: but, it's, but you might there, be the murderer, but I'll leave her here in the meantime. Yeah. <laughs> you know, once you're cleared
1: uh, uh, of, the, of these murders, the idea, yeah, you know, she can stay with you. No problem. Right. right. <laughs> it's a so, really weird exchange. It's not what you expect to go down. I, I kind of expected it, you know, fistfight or a drunken girl or something
0: right somebody somebody's gonna get somebody's gonna have to lose the fight you know somebody's gonna get their eye dotted because they're they're right because they're fighting over the girl but it it didn't yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) but then i mean waldemar managed to you know convince elvira to leave with marcel which I, I, i will admit you know being this the first time watching all i didn't expect it to go down like that no i did not but, uh, yeah, yeah, very, very weird sequence. You know, for a movie that's about vampires and werewolves and uh, some undead folks and, and weird shit going on, that was the weirdest sequence of the movie for me. <laughs> I was just like,
0: like I, I, I don't know. I, I just felt it was very uncomfortable. So now uh, she leaves. She gets in with Marcel, and they take off.
1: He convinces O'Veara to leave with Marcel. Marcel, uh, not Marcel, but um, Waldemar is looking, because they were talking earlier Waldemar and Elvira were, were trying to find out where the the Countess was staying at night. And he was talking about there's catacombs underneath her They go on for miles. You could search every day forever and never find it. But he's he's looking at a map that she had left behind. And it's intercutting between him looking at the map and Marcel and Elvira driving away. And then they run into... Uh, yeah,
0: isn't it uh, now? It's nighttime. Isn't it night in the dark now?
1: Yeah, it's it nighttime it- now.
0: Now, who do they run into? They literally, don't they run into somebody or somebody lands on the car?
1: Yeah, you know, it wasn't, again, it was another point where it wasn't very clear, but I thought it was the bartender. I thought it was Pierre's girlfriend. Pierre's the girl. It, and she it think, looked like her, but...
0: And when she falls I, on the car, and then it's like, you know, and of course, be is squeaking, uh, not be a virus screaming, and then uh, he gets out with his gun, Marcel, and he starts shooting, and he's shooting at the witch. Like, the witch is kind of, like, standing there, and like, uh, like, with her, like, her veil over her face, and shit, and they can't really see. And then, the next, they they cut to, and of course, you know, Elvira in the car is screaming. Then they cut to the next scene, they're down in, the, like, the catacombs, and Marcel and, uh, Elvira chained to the wall. It's like this big rock, he rock thing you know like a it's not like a room it's like a big stone kind of they're down in a kind of so it's almost like a like a wall like, a, like almost like, like a yeah.
1: wall built right in the middle of the quarry but they they're hanging from you like, know from from chains and they just look around shackles. and there's but bones bones and bodies laying all around them
0: and uh and then it basically goes to it he's still chained to the wall and she's she's lying on top of this tomb She's tied to, she's like, on the sarcophagus or something. She's, like, like, she's not like. Well, it, she's cu- not it cuts back
1: anymore. and forth. It cuts back and forth, but, you know, one point she's hanging from the shackles on the wall right next to him, and then it cuts to Waldemar searching through the catacombs, and then when it cuts back, she's now, you know, they're both kind of unconscious, but she's now tied up on top of the, the crypt, which is really yeah. weird because uh, I don't know who they were – implying tied her up there because the very next sequence is the countess coming up out of her crypt that i lid love slides that shot off.
0: by the way the lid oh, slides yeah. it's this huge like cement stone lid you know and and then she just kind of she doesn't like step up she floats up like you know yeah, i don't know they probably, cool. they, they, they probably had some guys down underneath her they had her stand on a piece of wood and they just lift her up but it's fucking it's great she just kind of comes up and then just kind of comes out of it like steps out. She didn't like fly out, but she like she definitely is not walking up anything. She comes up like kind of yeah. She slow. just
1: rises and up then, almost uh, like on a like an elevator, like a yeah. platform.
0: And then she gets she kind of walks out. And she looks cool, really cool here. And uh, she's she's you know in the black veil, of course, is pulled back and we see her face.
1: And yeah, you she, can actually see her face, and they actually show her clearly. She's very striking. Like I said, looks a lot like Barbara Steele.
0: Right, right. It's 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 definitely, and uh, very gothic looking. You know, you know, pale skin and, and that veil, and it, she's you know dark eyes, and so they walk up, and now we see like kind of Voldemort's kind of walking into the place. Marcel is still chained to the wall, uh, and then uh, the the witch is basically standing over Elvira who's laying on her back. Voldemort comes in. Kind of stops the witch from whatever she was going to do, and then he puts the cross down. He like sticks it in the wall or something weird. You know, he just kind of puts it. Yeah. Down. That, like, why did you get rid of that? You know, like, what are you? That's doing?
1: Your, that's your weapon of mass destruction right there. Why and, like, you, you just you ever set put it, it down.
0: down? It's like the gun. You know, you set the gun down. You're like, what are you doing? You know, and, <laughs> you, know, and uh, you know, and so they go the full moon. They go back to eclipse of the full moon. Uh, she, Elvira gets up, runs over to Marcel, and like starts undoing his his uh, shackles. And then it's it's like the here comes the versus part of the movie again. Yeah, uh, five five minutes before right. the
1: ending of the movie, we're finally right. at
0: a meeting of the the and, the, the and, werewolf
1: and the vampire woman.
0: Right, and so they uh, now they you're you're seeing she she's coming over the witch the the, the the countess, and then you can see her fangs are growing. Like, however, they're doing it. They're like, every time they show her, like, her fangs are starting to come out of the mouth.
1: And yeah, they, they do look like they're longer in every scene, like, every shot. Like, they're right. like peeking like, out, and then they're longer and like longer and longer.
0: Like, I don't know if they just kept switching out length or her mouth, but you know, she, like, but now they're sticking out and they're really long and she looks wicked. She's ready to, like, like a cat with her claws out. She's ready to fucking Oh, yeah. Attack. And now, uh, Baltimore is is shifting into the changing into the werewolf, and now the fight begins. Uh, the countess is on top of him, and they're basically rolling around in the dirt.
1: Yeah, so, you know, they're just kind of like, scrapping. It's not a like it, I mean, let's face it; these movies back in the day were not nope. choreographed with like John Wick right. style fight scenes. They're Nobody, just rolling around in the dirt and throwing each other around.
0: Right. Nobody's flying across the room, you know, or anything. It's just doing like,
1: jump, spin, crescent kicks, or nothing like right. that. It's
0: it? just a bunch of. Uh, you know, like, yeah, you know, just kind of wrestling, but, yeah, yeah, but it works, it works. But he, now he's full werewolf, looks good, it's kind of dark, but it's uh, you know, and then Marcel still, he's looking like, what the hell. And then he, he, he has that moment where he sticks the uh, he sticks the um, I think he would, he sticks the cross into the or something out how does he kill the witch? It's a really he cool. Bites scene. Her. He, he bites, bites her. He, he bites okay, her on the yeah. neck and rips yeah. her throat out. <laughs> and, yeah, and then she falls back, and they do a cool scene where it's, like, time elapsed where she kind of melts. Like, it's really cool, like. Yeah, it kind of turns into slimy mucus. Yeah, and kinda kinda slimy of like, It's got maggots all over her. And, like, yeah. its kinda, face is kind of like wax. It kind of melts, and the teeth are there, and it's just kind of like, you know, and their eyes kind of sink in. And it's really good. Yeah, he bit, bites That's right, because 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 uh, Elvira grabs the he grabs she grabs the uh, the the cross and then stabs uh, the werewolf, and then he yeah, Marcel is still like shackled to the wall. He's, He's pretty still much shackled up. He's pretty much just watching it. Now he the here's the death scene. The werewolf he just kind of slowly falls down next to the crypt. He's got the cross like sticking out of his chest. She hits him. Nice shot. Direct, right to the friggin' heart. Right, and then his arms fall back, and then they do a cool thing where they do the reverse thing where now he starts shift. He starts going back to Waldem. He looks like you know, Waldemar, and now he looks very at peace.
1: Yeah, he looks like a a plain old normal human who's very much just dead and at peace, very peaceful.
0: So the the witch is dead he's dead and then the chains just kind of fall off the wall which you know releases marcel he's just kind of like "Eh," they just kind of fall off the wall
1: yeah i I always kind of wondered what was up with that i figured it was just black magic at work
0: Black magic everything now they're dead and now everything is just going back to you know thing is
1: normal as normal can
0: be the chains are falling off and Everything's gonna be fine. now. So they they got a cool shot of them walking toward this large like doorway, but it's huge.
1: Yeah, but it's got the way the light's coming through it, and it's very much like silhouetted, very very. Right, and
0: it's it's kind of dusty or smoky, whatever the fuck, foggy, whatever it is. And they walk through it. It's it's Marcel and uh, Elvira. Then they do the outs. They do an external shot of you know where it looks like a big Spanish villa. They just come out. And then they show another shot of like you know inside looking out, and then it just goes to the credits, and that's it. They walk mm-hmm. out of the morning sun, and it's all over. The werewolf yeah. and vampire woman are dead.
1: Yeah, it it, it the the werewolf's dead. The uh, I was going to say the the vampire's dead, but this would not be the end of uh, Waldemar's character. He would come back for s- several more uh, sequels and spinoffs and whatnot. I think this was the fifth. Maybe the sixth story with Waldemar And uh, there were several more after it. I'm uh, the only other one that I'm really familiar with is Night of the werewolf. I know there were several more, and I'm not gonna try to look them up <laughs> because right, I, right. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, that was, it, was, it was it was kind of weird seeing this because I feel like I'm missing a bigger part of the story with Waldemar, being that this was the fourth or fifth chapter you know in this right. kind of legacy story. but still you know, like I didn't feel I didn't feel so lost that I was just like oh I can't follow what's going on. I just felt like a little like out of touch like I had read a book that was missing a chapter. right. but still you know good movie, good entertaining and whatnot. but do you know how we do things around here you want to give your final thoughts on a rating on the scale from one to ten?
0: Well, I enjoyed the movie. Uh, I thought it was a pretty cool story. You know, we kind of already talked about like some of the some of the lighting issues, but you know, whatever, you know, that happens. You know, no big deal. I mean, it's just what it is. But I, I thought it was a cool story. You know, it had a couple of hokey parts, like any movie does, and it was like, you know, like. But overall, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I did enjoy watching it, and uh, it, you know, it definitely had some spooky moments there. Uh, you know, you, you can sit and critique and be the arms armchair director and you know a writer (laughs) and they come up with all the things they could have done to do this that but that's the movie that was made we watched it and i i I enjoyed it um you know it wasn't like you know i wasn't like blown away by anything uh or anything like that but uh but it was cool i enjoyed watching it i'm glad we got to do this and uh but i'm gonna give this one a 7.5 um i'll stick with that and uh i'm that's about where i'm I think that I think that's somewhere in that range is about where this one would hang out. I think it's yeah. worth seeing. You like older movies and stuff from that time frame, and, and you know and stuff like that. Um, it's definitely a cool story. But that that's uh, that that was the grade I gave it. And again, it uh, I thought it was a cool movie. I think you know, if you're out, it's on Tubi. That's what I watched it on. So you know you know you know get on there if you want to check it out and see a movie if you like old movies from that time. I would I would recommend it. I think it's a I think it's a good hour and 22 minutes worth your time.
1: Yeah, it's a good, it's a tight movie. It's, you know, an hour and 22 minutes long. You know, it's not even a full hour and a half. You know, it goes by rather quickly. Uh, I'm coming in a hair lower than you. I'm coming in at an even seven. But I feel like it's, it's, it's a good movie. It's a good exploitation. It's perfect driving kind of movie. Yeah, and we could go over the... Some of the the wonky sound and the bad lighting, but I think that adds a little bit of charm to this movie. To I be agree. Quite, uh, quite honest, every time it yep. came up, I was like, "Oh, there we go, bad bad lighting again." And I just right. thought it <laughs> it didn't necessarily, you know, it, 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 it didn't it didn't take away
0: from it. Other than the nah. fact that I, I wanted to see the the werewolf a little right. bit better, I wanted it. Yeah, I wanted to see it. You know, but it didn't ruin it. But it was like I want to see a little bit more what you were going to show us. I wanted right. to see what you guys are watching when you filmed it. Right, right. So, uh, I think it's it's
1: generally <laughs> decent. I wasn't necessarily blown away by it, but I thought it was it's pretty good. And I'm I'm kind of a a, a, a fan in passing of Paul Naschy's stuff. I've seen some, you know, maybe a dozen of his flicks. And when you think of in terms of a guy that did well over a hundred movies, he's got a hell of a lot. More stuff going on. Uh, it it makes me want to. I, it made me want to like seek out some more of his stuff. So that's probably what I'm going to be doing, because I, I made some notes. There are like about fifteen or twenty of his movies available to watch on Tubi. So that's pretty good chunk of his stuff, and then a lot of it was the stuff from the seventies and the eighties. You know, that was his his werewolf days. So yeah, I'm yeah, I'm, I would totally recommend it to anybody who is a fan of drive drive-in era stuff. Perfect, perfect little drive-in era
0: movie. I agree, one hundred percent.
1: With that being said, I we can put a pin in this one for the day. I know we're both feeling a little rough and under the weather, so I'll get out of your hair
0: here in a moment. <laughs> ah, you're never in my hair, bro. I, you know what? Having spending a couple hours with you really makes me feel a lot better. Yeah, I have been down a little ill here recently, and uh, and uh, but uh, it was nice to. We were going to do this a few weeks ago and uh so yeah but um it's nice it's nice being back in the back on the horse and uh doing these movies i have a lot of fun talking about them with you and it's it's fun to always do the research on them and watch them and get ready for them and uh especially when it's
1: one that we haven't seen that's why i like to kind of alternate between ones that we have seen and ones that we haven't because it's always nice to just you know they're not a new movie but they're new to us
0: Right, exactly. Like that's the cool part. Like exactly that reason right there. Like, wow, cool. I never saw this one. Let's see it. Yeah. <laughs> let's see let's see what we're some you never know. You, you get that one, you're like, Oh my god, that was the coolest movie ever. So yeah. you know, you, you so it's uh it's fun to see something you haven't seen and and especially, you know, back in I remember being a little kid, my my mom took us to the drive in a lot and you know, I'm not saying that one. But, you know, like just that that kind of the filming, the way it looks, it reminds me of the drive-in going to see a double feature and, you know, eating, eating, eating a pizza or something in the car and watching the
1: movie <laughs> Yeah, you well. Know, yeah, it my, was, reminds it me to, of
0: my drive-in
1: days and watching uh, movies, eating, drinking a lot of bats, uh, generic soda pop, and eating cases of White Castles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we didn't have, when I was out, they didn't have White Castles out there. My mom always now out, out here. It's uh, Frisch's Frisch's big boy. Out out in L.A. It's Bob's big boy, and uh-huh. um, and the same place except their burgers got like a red sauce on it, not the not the not the white sauce. But uh, uh, same same Bob's guy, you know, the same Frisch's guy, uh, same you know the mascot. But that was the thing. You know, my mom loved going to movies, and we had the old. 1966 country squire ford station wagon and we'd, <laughs> we'd go out and she'd stop there take me and my brothers we'd go to the movies and get a uh, she'd stop by there go through their little drive through it wasn't a drive through you pulled up and ordered and they came out to the thing like uh not on not on roller skates but it was like kind like of like the stuff. car hops kind of like a car hop. they'd come out and bring your food to you and we'd take that and we'd go have bob's big boy and the combo had the hamburger and fries and watch a movie. And there was some good saw a lot of cool movies. My mom used to love taking us to the movies. And it was uh we had a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, my, my mom those took movies me to that,
1: so many uh movies at the drive in so many different clicks. Yeah,
0: I love it. That's good huh. That's good stuff. Good memories of that of that time and her and uh saw a lot of cool stuff. I same,
1: here, stuff. same here, same here.
0: Well, Bud, thanks
1: again for taking a couple hours out of your Sunday to do this. Um, well, I'm not sure when this will release. i got to get past uh, Vincent Price Appreciation Month. i still got four more episodes of that to edit through. So whew, that'll be done. Uh, I'll be done with Vincent Price movies for a little while. Well, who am I kidding? I'll still be watching them, but I just won't be reviewing them. Right, so, I got not.
0: you. I, I know what you mean. <laughs>
1: uh, but while we're done,
0: uh,
1: I'll continue taking orders here. If You man the pizza oven, and we'll keep the pizzeria. keep Keep on keeping on.
0: We will do that, sir. And, as, again, thank you very much. Had a great time. And,
1: same and here, same fun. here. It's
0: always fun having a slice of pizza with you.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, folks, thanks for joining us on Grindhouse Pizzeria. We have been reviewing The Werewolf versus the Vampire Woman. Uh, if you've enjoyed what we've been doing here, you can uh, subscribe to our Podbean page, like our episodes, drop us a review. We're everywhere podcasts are sold in Podbean. Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, Pandora, you name it, we're pretty much there. So uh, drop us a like, drop us an invite, you know, or a subscription to the page. uh, We would highly appreciate it. And as long as you like them, we'll keep on doing them.
0: who believe those stupid old tales.